and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And that was like a Seinfeld hello for <laughs> old school listeners. <laughs> Anyways. I was, I was going for Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to Vanderpumpers Party, the only podcast not sponsored the by only, the Broadway Network. The only Vanderpump Rules podcast. The only one. <laughs> well, pretty much now, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We are back, as usual, and as always. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Uh, we do have some ideas, and we'll talk about that. Um, so, how are you? Good. Chilling. You know, prepping. Mm-hmm. Um, we yeah, fireworks are canceled. The longest running parade west of the Mississippi for 104 years canceled. Um, I'm not actually that sad about that because my streets fill up, and I literally this time of year have to park and not move my car for three days because people are crazy on staking stuff out. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, but have you been down Main Street? I mean, the houses, I think uh, they're really like going to town. There's no parade on Main Street, but the houses have, like, we'll make our own house parade so people can drive by. I mean, they've been going crazy with decorations. Oh, wow. I know I haven't been down there to see. Yeah, you should just drive down, um, you know, even just tomorrow, quite honestly. Yeah. There, I mean, some people really did some major stuff. Cool. But, you know, it's a good, you know, maybe a good kid activity and yeah, something different. So, good for everybody. Happy birthday, America. Speaking of birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> since we're on that topic. You guys, I had listed out last week. And I know the week before we would like had the foresight to announce some of last week's but I think we did miss a couple and I had some that I hadn't announced that I wanted to but we just simply got into it too quickly last week so I would like to shout out some birthdays all right that's cool so last week again um crystal s happy birthday June 26th uh Christy G Z June 25th um, Joel H. on June 24th, Ann C. on June 27th, we've got some, oh, Elizabeth S. Um, in her Facebook group, I know Heather shouted her out, June 30th, happy birthday, hope you had a great one yesterday. Um, coming up, tomorrow, we've got the famous Bex. Yes. Bex, you know, Bex has uh, newborn twins. And Bex was so nice to visit us. And well, the twins are one now. They're gift. one. Yeah, and she she came down and visited us and gave you an amazing baby shower gift. So yeah, I hope you have the best birthday, Bex. And coming up on July seventh is Kara F. And also. Um, someone, I mean, maybe not part of our group, so does he deserve a shout out? I don't know. July 7th, also, besides Kara F, is Dom Sandoval. Oh, nice. (laughs) 
Um, we have Brooke R. on July 5th. And then also on July 4th is Happy Birthday USA. That's right. I, so um, there we go. <laughs> the audio is cracking a little bit. I don't know what's going on. It's okay, though. We'll just keep going. Okay. It's just a little cracky. I am. Um, it's 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 Fourth of July themed. It's like a little like fireworks going out throughout the audio. It's like we're lighting sparklers. That's this right. Entire podcast. Baby, you're a firework. Oh, what were the lyrics that we did that one year? <laughs> oh, I still know them. Okay, sing them. <laughs> no, I don't want to. That's a work. I remember that line. Shut up, you guys. <laughs> Julie, you're a piece we of work. Jacks. Drink into your liver bursts. <laughs> we have our own jocks. Shut up. <laughs> oh. You're uh, going to leave okay. him going. <coughs> <laughs> you know, like the, her her cough was in there. Like every, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, Julie. So. So today, you guys, we have highlights and lowlights of Season 8. We have some business to take care of. Um, okay, so you guys, so I did get word that Brock sent some free kits. They haven't arrived yet, but I still did. Here's what I want to do. I want to announce four winners now, and then as soon as they arrive, four more winners, because I like to match whatever he's sending. They haven't arrived, so I'm like, uh, knock on wood. But um, the first round of winners for BodyByBrock.com's exercise band kits and sliders and whatnot, um, I was told they were so gracious to send them to us. Uh, First is Ashley Belisle, Cassandra Jones, Shoestopper69, and Rachel Greenberg. So we will, Greenberg, so we will get those going. And then next week, I think we shall have um, four more. So I just want to, um, you know, we'll announce those as things happen. But, you know, you guys were so kind to write in and everything like that. So we wanted to make sure we follow up with what we um, were doing as a special giveaway last week. Also want to announce this as an emergency podcast particularly for Lolly Love. Um, So this one's to you. This one's for you tonight. Um, Clearly, she's getting, I think, a little stir-crazy where she was so desperate that she watched a TikTok video of David Bedore and his daughter doing a TikTok dance. Now, I love the Bedore daughters. Love them. Don't need to see David in his curly-haired, gelled, gray mullet doing a TikTok dance. Uh, I'm glad I just didn't see it. Unfortunately, I saw a screenshot, which was already too much, and Lolly said that's how desperate her life has become. So I thought that deserved an emergency shout-out, an emergency podcast just for that reason, Mm -hmm. to save her from having to do that because she could listen to us for, you know, four hours instead of resulting in, you know, whatever, um, going to TikTok and watching the Bedores. That's sad. That's scary. That's dangerous times. Um, we want to 
prevent that from happening in the future. I mean, so I, here's I, our content, and yeah. here's to you, Lolly. I loved it. Like, I appreciated that post so much and immediately went and looked at every single one of the videos and then went to each sister and saw what they were up to. And it it was amazing. <laughs> it was a great find. So I appreciate that. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really good. Hmm. You, did, you, I, you, you, I, you need to get into TikTok and you would understand. Oh, no, I would. Uh, no, I've seen, and I would watch the daughters. I just don't need to see him. Yeah, um, I think that's like one of those. It's like a, it's like an extra little gift in there. It's like you can watch the girls, and then like that comes in. Like it's amazing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there we go. There we go, Lolly. <laughs> So, um, what else has been going on social media wise? Well, it, it's good to hear that Sherry Cartwright is recuperating. Sherry, um, not Harper's Fairy, Gary Fairy. <laughs> you guys, it, old reference. I had asked Sherry one time, I'm like, well, you've been married four or five times. Why do you still go by Cartwright? And she said her husband, I don't know if it was the next one or the next one, she said his name was like something like Sam Gary and they were from Harper's Ferry. So she didn't want to be Sherry Gary from Harper's Ferry. <laughs> I mean, it was a great response. And I got it. I got it. So I'm glad she's recuperating. It doesn't sound like she's out of the woods yet. It's going to be a long time coming. But I appreciate that. Um, I'm happy she's recuperating it does look like Jax finally went to Kentucky which I was always you know eh. <sighs> he was you know home mowing his own lawns but whatever you do you um, I yeah he could have been mowing Sherry's lawn if you know they just wanted to keep it you know one person at a time at the hospital but he chose to stay in LA but I did hear he is there now so I mean, to mow Sherry's lawn would be like an all-day affair, you know. Like that is a lot of a land to cover. Jack would nah, have to really, you'd have to it's really fine. boot up and get that done. <laughs> Which reminds me of uh, Jay Cutler's uh, whole Instagram thing that I became aware of, and I just laugh out loud so hard at him. He's so dry and sarcastic, and I was really upset about their divorce. Um, kind of leads into our next topic but uh i you know i didn't watch laguna hills i ended up watching the hills because but i never saw laguna beach so it'd be good for me to watch laguna beach going into the hills but i was very upset about did the you divorce. say did you say laguna hills is that what you know <laughs> i thought you said i didn't watch laguna hills <laughs> Oh, I, I meant to say Laguna slash the hills or Laguna Beach <laughs> that, slash the hills. That's such an I know it's Laguna Beach. <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> Trust me, we got Michaela's senior pictures taken. She was in Minnesota. We got them taken in Laguna Beach because we're fancy as fuck. And I uh, got a photographer who does all sorts of stuff and in Laguna Beach because that was the thing at the time. No, I know what it is. Just didn't watch it. Um... But I did watch The Hills. So California. I, I would like to watch Laguna Beach and then roll into The Hills so I got the whole fucking story. So that's 
coming up in a topic, but um, back to Jay Cutler. <laughs> I just love it because I have a neighborhood cat like this, and he he's his name is Ranger, um, and he's he's a real hunter, and he's destroyed my life because I had these birds that I watched nested forever, and whatever he murdered them. But anyways, Jay was trying to figure out who was killing his chickens, and he's like suspect number one, and he shows this cat, just super chill cat sprawled out sleeping on his giant like jack's lawnmower like on the seat and he's like suspect number one he's like he may look sweet but he's a savage with uh loose morals and it just it cracked me up because he's just really dry and funny and and then it went into a whole instagram thing that people have been talking about for two weeks trying to figure out who's killing his chickens and he put rewards out he's actually rewarding like sending a check to someone on Instagram <laughs> because they guessed right. It's crazy. That's it's, funny. He's entertaining. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited, like maybe to. I mean, I I did like their show, very Cavalieri. Like for me, he was the standout. Like I like her. Um, and for me, not watching Laguna Beach, but only watching The Hills. I liked when she came on. I thought she has more personality and spiciness and flavor. Like, I don't know. For some reason, Lauren Conrad always bored me. But I also understand she's like the matriarch or she's like the girl next door that everyone loves. But I don't know. I just never really, like, felt that connection. Kristen, I kind of liked. But I guess I need to watch from the beginning to truly understand. Yeah. But I'm a, I was like that with 90210. Even um, Brenda Walsh, OG, never really liked the bitch. I fucking loved when Valerie Malone came on, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Like, you know what? I like a spicy bitch, I guess. Brenda, she was just, she was too naggy and me, me, me. I don't know. Wasn't a big Brenda girl. I know you were. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. Yes. I kind of like Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I liked her too. It yeah. was it in was older like... years. Kelly got real righteous in older years. You know what Kelly reminds me of? Katie Maloney. She was real spicy and kind of like fun and tequila Katie. And then she got real righteous in later seasons. And and Kelly Taylor got real righteous. And I'm the moral compass now of the show. And it's like, no, you weren't supposed to be the moral compass. But actually, I guess. That is a good story of someone that learned and grew from their actions. So maybe yeah, yeah. that's a good message. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know what? We put up the wrong poll. Maybe we should have thrown in original 90210 into the mix. Oh, my that God. That would be fun. Do you know what we forgot to throw into the mix? Fucking Baywatch. <laughs> Summer. Like, that is, like, my all-time favorite character ever. Me, too. Like so, that yeah. is, that is one that you and I agree on for sure. Yes, and also why I'm obsessed with Coronado Hotel. Yes, because Summer almost died. Yeah, she was possessed by that ghost. Yeah, and I, that you, ghost is real. People, I read the real book, the story of Kate Morgan. I bought it at the Coronado Hotel. I read it. I believe it. I really believe that shit. Yeah. Huh. So you guys, we put up a poll on. 
you know, obviously we're always going to talk Vanderpump, but we're also, you know, as we did Pretty Wild last year, let's think about if we want to talk about something else, all of you guys, especially in our Facebook group, you guys join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a closed private group. You can say whatever you want without your normal people in life knowing or seeing or blah, blah, blah. It's just a community. Um, Also, if you want to message us, Sarah is at Pumpers Nation, like Vander Pumpers, but Pumpers Nation on Instagram and Twitter. But also the podcast is very important. We need to follow because we need to hit that 10K. We're almost there. So Vander Pumperals Party on Instagram. If you guys can follow, that would be fantastic. Um, If you can subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes, also love you to death for life. Um, I don't know. And if you have constructive criticism or compliments are great too but uh even if you just say well i'm not sure about this we would rather you uh, email us or dm us and so we can either chime in explain defend or just discuss it rather than just like a nasty review you can email us at vanderpumprulesparty at gmail.com and we will respond and we love hearing it especially like hey Maybe we're missing something. You let us know. We're happy to hear it. Um, Let's just like, let's not be haters. Let's just be like, hey, constructive. Maybe you can offer a different perspective and we're cool to hear it. Yes. So we put up a poll in the Facebook group asking, you know, which shows would maybe you guys want us to hear to do during, you know, this hiatus or this uncertain time when, you know, Bravo still hasn't announced if VPR is coming back. Um, they, you know, no pickup notices, no pickup letters, that sort of thing. So, regardless, you know, we're still here for that. But in the meantime, we'd love to talk about something else. So we put up like random shows that either people have written us about and said you have to watch this, or things we love. And it was interesting to see because you know things you and I love, like okay, so someone. And this came off probably like number five or number six. Someone was messaging me, you have to watch Siesta Key. It's amazing. It's very VPR adjacent. There's even a little tie in there. So that's kind of in the running. Obviously, everyone is blowing up about selling Sunset. So that's a big thing. Some of the things you and I like love because they're from our past and we want to talk about like, you know, Paradise Hotel or... Uh, Sunset Tan, they didn't, or Big Rich Texas, shit, you and I loved from like the, you know, 10 uh, years ago, uh-huh, rail. Uh-huh. They didn't do so well. Yeah. So we either, and I put friends up there as your suggestion last last week, but I don't know, do we, do we follow the masses? What's your thoughts? Like, listen to what people want. Do we just do our own fucking thing? Um, I'll tell you what scored the highest was Laguna Hills slash the uh, yeah you're right I just said it <laughs> Laguna, Laguna Beach slash the hills was a landslide yeah that uh, surprised me I mean I am down for that and I feel like if we, we do have like a lot of inside info on that it would be a good one I don't know well and we can go at all these places but also what's kind of nice is because I never watched Laguna Beach that 
I have a completely fresh perspective and your perspective would be like, oh my gosh, I forgot all of this happened. And also with a, uh, you know, afterthought of where are they now? So that would be kind of interesting. And then it melds into the hills. Um, and maybe we don't do the deep dives because they both had several seasons, right? You know? Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember the hills and I enjoyed it, but I knew I would have enjoyed it more had I known more of the background. So that was the landslide. The second one was 90 Day Fiance, which I agree with and I love it. But it's just so, first of all, there's several podcasts, but it's also very confusing. And I think confusing for listeners to know, wait, which one are they talking about? Because they have like nine different versions at all times. And they don't do it like consecutively. They play these nine different versions. There's the B90, there's the pillow talk, there's the after, there's the happily ever after, there's the before the 90s, there's the other way, there's the current. It, it, it's a, it's very overwhelming and Dang. very confusing for people to, to watch. And there also are, you know, several podcasts that discuss it. So, I mean, I'm not opposed to it or even just maybe we weigh in a little bit on it like i i for sure can do that i know i'm not expecting you to 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 do it but uh i'm happy to talk about it um real housewives of new york summer house um obviously oc when it starts um love after lockup showed a good showing but i have a good idea about that which i'm gonna wait until the new season starts because I've watched from the beginning. I have so much background and also maybe some additional insight and intel that I'd kind of wait. I, I would like to wait a couple months on that, at least until the new season airs. Um, but that is definitely, you know, on my radar. That's for sure. But a lot of the other ones, even the newlyweds scored pretty low. Um, Love Island simple life all scored pretty low so what what are your thoughts or do you want to think about it no i mean i i guess like um my feeling is is just wondering like what you know what our listeners want and i think they you know if we go by the numbers we choose what they picked but um i think it's hard you know just like with all of our lives we're busy and to it'd be hard to go way back and watch a show like newlyweds or something like that and follow along with us so then they would just be listening to our content which is great you know like that's entertaining as well I know just trying to give everybody what they want I guess is what I'm concerned about but I think um I really like the Laguna Beach idea I feel like it's local to us we have you know so much you know we know so many people on the cast we know their friends we know where they work out where they worked out all of the the inside stuff that I think would be interesting. Um, I like that. And, but then I, I I think maybe it'd be fun to, you know, spice, you know, throw some spice around there and, you know, once in a while cover a 90 day fiance or, you know, do, you know, just do some couple, you know, if something, a show is going on, we'll just watch it and weigh in. Yeah, for sure. Just switch it up a little bit. Yeah. And even summer house, I mean, the new season, I think they're filming now, but because they're all going to be quarantined, but that's not going to air until next probably January or February. It didn't even start airing this year till what March maybe. So you know, unless you want to go back and binge, for me, it's not my favorite, and I know it's a lot of you guys' favorite. For me, it just—I don't know. I just 
I feel differently is all I'll say. It just seems like people like Jax's age getting way too wasted and stupid and it just kind of seems dumb to me but not that I'm opposed to that because I'm <laughs> you know I don't know for me I'm just not thrilled about that as a as a take yeah now I have not watched Selling Sunset have you but everyone's talking about it so yes I watched Selling Sunset in like two days um it's amazing um I, I think it would it's very I also think it's very much Vanderpump Rules adjacent it's Hills it's by the same producer of the Hills um and did you know the one girl I don't know which girl but one of the main girls is friends with Faith yeah Christine um and the other girl Chriselle is from Kentucky and very much parallels Brittany um yeah mm. it's it's I mean it's an amazing you would love it you would absolutely love the show it's really so I it would be easy I guess I never thought about watching it because I thought is it for me what I don't watch on Bravo I don't watch any of those million dollar listing shows for me I don't I don't care it's also like depressing like oh let me see how I can't live um it's different watching like housewives and for me it's just different like I don't I they I watched um it was because it was after something a million dollar listing came on it was this house in La Jolla some modern house and I was like oh my god this place is insane but I don't want to like uh, feel like some sort of way like wow I really want to live there it was like all glass and it was inc- incredible um, so is it not I thought it was a real estate show is yeah it, it is no? I mean I, I guess like I, I think it's like what like what inspires you or yeah I mean definitely there's times where I walk away feeling depressed or being like damn it but um I enjoy those hustle sort of shows when they're trying to you know trick each other out of money or get different deals like I I like the business part of it too I think it's interesting and um yeah I don't know I like it but I also I like I like million dollar listing too it's not that I don't like it. I purposely don't let myself watch it. And yeah. I thought, I have enough Bravo shows, A, to get to know the people and get into. I don't want to be married to get more shows. I and think then also, that, yeah, I, like, that. I, I think that one's, like, easy for me to watch because I can, like, disengage pretty easily. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, it's not like, oh, no, I have to tune in next week to see what happens. Like, it does do that, yeah. but it's a little more easy to, like, step in and out of, I think. But no, um, okay. but Selling Sunset is, is freaking so good. You would and it's really just like, like it. It's just one season, right? So I can there's binge it this weekend. Two. Oh, there's two already? Yeah, and the third oh. is coming out in like in a month. Well, oh, damn. It's, it's like season one and then season like 2.1. And then the next like little parts coming out, I think, in August. Kind of like 90210 when they did that summer it's so good though because the the Chriselle girl you know she that she got blindsided uh you know with that divorce by the this is us guy Justin Hartley who was on my favorite soap opera and um she's gonna talk Mm. about it in this next little section so like everyone is dying to know like what really happened oh cool yeah okay well 
<clears throat> well, we'll discuss, and we, you guys will, you know, TBD. But we've heard your voices, at least those of you in the Facebook group, and but we'll I feel, discuss. I, I mean, and- my only, and I'll just say this: my only like little concern with selling Sunset is like. I, I wouldn't mind like jumping onto someone else's podcast to discuss it or like, cause I am super passionate about it, but I also think it's kind of being done already, you know, and like, I, I don't yeah. want to repeat content. And I mean, if we're going to put work in, I'd rather have it be on something a little more original than, you know. Yeah. Well, I that's the know. thing, like with the 90 day, it's like, there's several podcasts on it. And also, also uh, other podcasts kind of adjacent to us that also cover it they recap it real quickly but there's so many people to deep dive and to get on and like who do you do what so it, it's, it's a little overwhelming and yeah but I feel like if we lightly covered it it would be it would be fine you know we don't have to be crazy like we are with Vanderpump Rules like I don't know so yeah I, like, I, I feel I mean that's the thing it's like we're the VPR experts we deep dive we know it's become very apparent to me how much we actually know that other people do not know and we take for granted and so I come into it with that thinking and so that's where it can get very overwhelming if it, if we're going to do the style we've done with VPR so deep we know everything to do with something like 90 day it's there's so many interchanging parts and in people it would be like what well I, so. I, I I guess I like I'm I'm imagining us doing like Laguna Beach for instance and like let's say we cover you know episode one or whatever like I I think it would be kind of cool to not be an expert on it but to have like I, I right. love when people write in and they're like oh did you know this and it's like no way that's so cool like I I, yeah. I wonder what it's like to do a podcast not knowing everything you know what I mean it might be kind of fun yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep our expertise where it is for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, but we can still talk about other things that we're all watching and we Thanks. all love. So whether it be some old time classic, like you even said, Friends, it's not like we have to deep dive every Friends episode, but like we can talk about this. We can talk about you know, ninety day selling sunset, little love after lockup, blah blah blah. I can catch people up real quick on love after lockup so that they're prepped when the next season comes out. Um, that one is a super easy one to binge because uh, there's only a couple seasons and they're not that like super long. Uh, however, it does get a little confusing like TLC does. This is uh, Love After Lockup is on Wii and they have started following the TLC format where they'll do Love After Lockup, but then there's Life After Lockup. So then you're like, oh wait. Mm. So technically there's not two or three seasons. There's like five or six seasons because then there's life after which is just as interesting because you you do want to follow the same people yeah. you know i mean it, it's like similar to jackson Brittany take kentucky it's like you want to follow the same people you want to know what's going on but better <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like that at all no it's actually uh, interesting yeah <laughs> um i i also have been watching um I've been, I watched two Netflix movies. I watched Feel the Beat, which was really good. It's like a, you know, a girl can't make it in Broadway, has to go home to her small town and teach um, a little dance group. And um, the children start believing in themselves and she starts believing in herself. And then she makes it back to New York to star in a show. But then she realizes she actually likes the little town and she likes the children that she was teaching and she leaves it all. You know, one of those. Um, And then I also watched Eurovision, which is with Will Ferrell. It's 
it was all right. And then I've also been um, watching on YouTube. I've watched this for a while now, but Malibu Surf. So check those out. They're really good. Oh, I've never heard of Malibu Surf. It reminded me when you said something about going home to a small town. I forgot because a lot of people have been talking about you know how Charlie and Raquel knew each other as pageant queens. They knew of each other. Yeah. Um, as they, she said on our podcast. Um, but there was a little thing. Uh, I think it was in Atlanta. And this chick, she had been on, this woman, sorry, had been on another reality show that was like short-lived. But uh-huh. she was, she's just one of those firecrackers, like short-lived. Like you guys, like think about, not Ashley, Madison. Think about Madison from Summer Southern Charm last season. She kind of looks like her, but she's like a firecracker and just comes in like, oh, whoo. And, she, and so it's not Madison, but it's someone that kind of looks like her and reminds me of Madison. It had some show called like Pageant Queens or she was like training because she was a pageant girl. She was training up and coming pageant women. Yeah. And, and that could be interesting, too, because then we could maybe ask Raquel and Charlie, well, outside of this gag order and PR ban. Yeah. Um, you know to weigh in or something like that but maybe they could just email us or something like if they were talking about something non-Vanderpump rules I don't see the problem but eh, maybe we could just ask them to email us their thoughts or something but I don't know just an idea on Netflix I've well I finally finished um, season 3 of Ozark which just I I love it's my shit I love Ozark but last weekend I binged Mrs. America on Hulu which I'd been waiting to see, but I just needed an uninterrupted weekend, and I binged it, and I, it wasn't actually what I thought it was, but it was even better. Um, it's very, very educational, very historical, but entertaining, I will say. Yeah. But it's very much about the ERA, and the two sides of it and the perspective. So I, I found it entertaining. I like that. Cool. And it was only like nine episodes. So easy to binge. Nice. So, um, okay, well, we'll figure out what we're going to podcast about besides VPR. Um, anything else on, okay, you guys... If you're not on our social media, I did post on Instagram and in our Facebook group. Obviously, we talked about it. Sheena had a great, great, moving, open, raw podcast on her podcast shenanigans. I recommend, I don't care if you like her, you don't like her, just listen to this one. It was last week. She'll probably, I don't know if she's dropping another one this week, but listen to the last one. It was about her emotions and the miscarriage that she had and it was just very real and raw and you know instead of looking at it like oh she's exploiting or or people that don't know her and Stassi talk they're like oh she's trying to outshine Stassi it's like no that's not it at at all like her and Stassi have talked and and whatnot It's, it's just you can't take away from anyone's situation and she like she does with her, you know, egg retrieval and all of that. She's not trying to exploit. She's trying to educate and spread awareness so that other people don't feel alone because there's so many people that go through that on a day-to-day basis and they just are devastated. And we all 
have either experienced it or know a really good friend or sister that has been through this. And so it really helps when people speak out about it because it makes you feel not so alone or desperate or sad or people will come back and say, hey, guess what? This happened to me so many times, but now I have two great children. And, you know, I think it's just putting it out there and then so it's healing for her to hear hear from other people but I think for other people it's healing for her is you know the public platform she has to talk about it and she's never been afraid to talk about just her um, planning you know with her um, you know egg freezing and all of that journey but this was something you know a little more intense than than that because it was so real and raw and they were kind of excited and she didn't even know she would be excited but you know when it happens to you so I recommend listening to last week's shenanigans podcast Um, she starts out Brock joins at the end because it was a bit too much for him and um, that's completely understandable and you know respectful like he's like "Uh, I don't want to dredge this up again and so he just kind of comes in at the end and they talk about some things but recommend that do, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? I mean I don't know I, I have a lot of thoughts on it I, I feel it was I thought it was an amazing podcast that she put out that she was I mean this is like truly Sheena's gift and I think that going forward this is going to be what sets her apart from any other reality person is just her um her willingness to be open in times like this I think is something that like not a people a lot of people could do and so I think that that is so amazing and I I really liked that she was able to share about this because it is it's such a oh my heart just broke for her and it broke for her for like a lot like tons of reasons like I I think that um with her egg retrieval journey that she's been on it's it's a little bit different than like a full IVF journey so I think I I've been through IVF I did IVF three times but I feel like um my heart broke for her because I just I think that there is like there's so much more to this and she'll discover that too like as she's going through it so that was really hard to hear but um I just I have I truly believe that um, something good is going to come out of this. She's going to get her rainbow baby. It's going to be, it's going to work out for her. And that's, you know, that's like the last thing that anyone wants to hear when they're going through this. You know, you just want to hear, you just need to hold space for the person and say, you know, I'm here or whatever. And um, I messaged Sheena and I just said, I thought that was so cool. You know what you said? And she was like, you know, thanks. Like she's so, she's so good about answering people. And I, I just think that that is truly her gift. Um, yeah, certainly. And certainly anybody feel welcome to, because, you know, she just try her best to answer people that not everybody does. And, you know, I'm not saying like, Hey, 5,000 people, 10,000 people go flutter DMs. But, everybody has a story and a message and one that's healing and helpful and she I know she does her best to answer um, as much as she can yeah I mean I, I've really like yeah, I, I hear all the time oh my gosh she messaged me back it's like yeah, yeah I, I, I'm sure she's probably flooded right now so if you don't don't take it personally because I was gonna say I like I so actually don't think I've ever heard be, of her not answering anyone back like that's that would be rare so that's that's so cool yeah 
and I haven't either, but I don't want to say that because right now she's probably getting a flood of people um, empathizing and or telling their story. And so if she doesn't, please don't take it personally. I think she's probably being flooded, but I'm not saying she won't because she's very good about that more than any other single cast member, like probably times a million. Mm-hmm. Totally. So Kristen's been coming out more active on Twitter. Um, Sorry, just really, I mean, just really quick. Like, it, um, as time passes, though, I do want to go back and analyze a little bit about the timing of everything that happened with Sheena and Stassi. I feel like it's really interesting. I don't. It's not the time right now to talk about it, but I do feel like um, it was like it's something to be discussed. But I don't think it's appropriate right now. So we'll put a pin in that. Um, okay. Yeah. So Kristen's been tweeting. I'm not going to read her tweets. You guys can follow her on, on Twitter. Like coming out. And like she has, you know, an Instagram. Good messaging. Uh, a lot of people are just like, maybe it's too soon. Just be quiet. Um, I guess I'm going to keep it a little light because she said something about people being catty. But she spelled it caddy like golf caddy instead of caddy like the cat so that was kind of funny <laughs> and people were like did she think it was caddy the whole time instead of a cat tea <laughs> yeah that was like just, that that threw me off they're like you know like caddy shack like a golf caddy or like a, a meow <laughs> yeah or like huh or, or maybe is it am i just too old is is that the new way uh the um more past millennials what's the new one gen whatever are we spelling it that way now yeah really <laughs> anyways but some you know are, are saying it's too soon or some are saying oh you know again i, I don't want to really rehash this and get back into it but like oh it's just you know it's not because she was black faith was black and they're just blah, making the stuff up and someone posted something and i thought hmm you know, like, obviously, we've talked about this before, and we've had these thoughts, and we've posted things, but, you know, it's like, well, they didn't, and even Faith said it, they didn't have the same reaction when other people did things, and I don't know, for some reason today, it just got into my head, you know, like, the Laura Lee thing. Okay, Laura Lee was on there, obviously, said she used to have a meth problem, and Stassi was upset about Laura Lee and Jax, but did anything happen? Like, she didn't call the cops saying, I think this girl Laura Lee has meth on her. You should go arrest her. So I was like, eh, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, yeah. And she then I, have. you know what? She might have. You never know. She like, might have. Yeah. But then I thought, you know what else came into my head? Because I was trying to think of when people were saying, well, they haven't done the same things to other, like, cheating situations. And I was trying to go through the cast on cheating situations and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know what jumped in my head was James. When James was with Kristen, but then went home and slept with Jenna, who was all of their best friend, right? Mm-hmm. The Uber receipts, right? Mm-hmm. She got his Uber receipt, and he finally admitted that, yeah, he slept with Jenna. It's like... They all continue to be best friends with Jenna and personally, like, train with her. Like, she's their personal trainer. She Lala was flying her around the country for the last couple of years as her personal trainer. And I'm like, well, why didn't... 
everyone just embraced like Katie trained with her I think Katie brought Stassi a couple times I, I remember seeing on IG Christians changed uh, trained with her like why why not the hatred for Jana because she slept with James while James was with Kristen because they were together because that's how Kristen got into James's email and I don't know it just it is a little different of I don't know just a point yeah yes. um I I was absolutely shocked by by Kristen's statements that she or her 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 latest tweets First of all, it's like did did the PR firm like abandon her? Is she like rogue right now or did she not get the social media package that Stassi did? Because um I right. I, I doubt that this was advised to post what she posted. I um and again, yeah, we don't want to get into it or whatever, but I, I feel like we got into all of Stassi's stuff and it's only fair that Kristen gets her coverage as well. But um I don't know, like just yeah, like Sarah said, you can go and read it, but I, I found it offensive and um I'm not the one who needs to be offended by anything that she did. Like Kristen doesn't need to apologize to me. You know what like this is this is bigger than her like once again and I feel like she is missing that and I feel like the words that she was using was um just like giving herself an excuse like I'm outspoken you know code for like I do problematic things don't hold me accountable or um like treat me with kindness like um I'm I'm upset that people are upset at me so you know be quiet I, I don't know like it just it seemed like um like she kept on like calling for people to treat her kindly and things like that and or what well, is anti-cancel culture and it's like I, I we've both said continually like we don't think they are racist where they think oh black but but that's not the problem in society most people are not like oh you're black you don't deserve to work here that's not how it's working right now how it, it's the implicit bias and that's where Oh, okay, so they didn't call the cops on Laura Lee for doing meth, but they looked at a picture and then, oh, well, it's a black girl and don't black people commit crimes? Like the inherent bias, like maybe not consciously, but like inside themselves, they're like, you know, oh, you know, do you cross the street if you see, you know, this person or that person? I think it's just kind of like embedded and maybe it's not a conscious thing. Oh, I'm calling the cops because faith is black but if you look at it deep down something inherent like just bias and conditioning i'm not saying they are racist i never have said that don't think they are but the conditioning social conditioning that you do we, we all do and, and you know what i, I mean I, I i'll don't... say it's like yeah i've crossed the street but i've also crossed the street with a redneck mulleted guy with the, that comes out of a gun rack uh, truck blazing a confederate flag i also cross the street away from that guy too so in my mind i'm thinking oh it's culture uh, i'm being cultural i'm not racist because i've never thought of my that myself that way but i don't think these girls do either so i'm trying to like fucking listen and learn and be like oh is there some kind of like subconscious conditioning in my head like i don't think so well i uh, we all have it of, of course i'm not going to say i don't think so we, i'm sure it's all there in all of us but and and them for sure but so we can't just say no of course they they aren't like Ku Klux Klan members but 
maybe there's a difference here and they just didn't realize it and now they're realizing it. So instead of just saying, don't counsel me, blah, 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 like maybe, you know, show the work. I was talking to someone today. I'm like, apologies are great, but they're just words and they're usually done under duress or pressure or just say you're sorry. And I, I've always hated that. It's like, I said I was sorry. It's like, that's not an apology. Like actions are bigger than words. Yeah, I, know? I've actually, so, I've actually always had a hard time apologizing because of that. Like, I feel like it's not like I, it's, I'm not worthy to say, fall. like to say sorry until I can do something. And so I used to get in trouble from my mom because she was like, "You never say you're sorry," you know. And I was like, "Because like I'm not, I'm not." I'm not ready to change yet. Therefore, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to do it again. Like, let me do it my way. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like that. Or like, like, you're sorry what happened, but you're not, you, you didn't think that way at the time. Yes. So there's nothing to apologize yes. for. And I, and I but actually. you realize, oh, the backlash. And, you're like, oh, okay. But, but I actually. It's not think, until that happens. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing though. Like they're like sitting there upset about this when, once again, it's like what we've been shouting from the rooftops from day one on this show is if they would just stop and listen and literally say, you know what? I never looked at it like that. Let me let like let's let's work through this. It would be people would I mean, people are already welcoming that welcoming them back with open arms. But like I I truly think it would just take a like a little bit of acknowledgement, a little bit of acknowledgement, you know, that like, you know what, I, I yeah. didn't see it like that, or that's not what I was thinking, but I see how that's what people, like, that's what I could, like, just admit it, right. admit it. I don't get it. You can see other perspectives. It's not where I was coming from. I didn't realize it. If it was something besides my consciousness that like led me to that, but now I get the perspectives and the damage it could have caused. Let's hear that. Let's hear the discussion. Let's just not hear the defense. And like I'm here for, and I know her boyfriend posted who likes to stay out of the limelight and whatever. Oh, she's graceful and strong, and she's yeah, let, she's let, there for people. Let, let me We've just never read, let me just read his statement because I feel like it's it's yeah. kind of important. And I tell okay, so he said this woman has been put through the ringer these last few weeks and has taken it like a champ. Anyone that knows you knows your heart is pure and kind. She has dealt with it with grace and strength and is putting in the work behind the scenes. I honor you, Kristen Doty, and will always be your number one big idiot fan. Um, now, I, 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 I like- do I acknowledge she's a great friend. She jumped to Sheena. She jumped to Stassi. She... She's a great friend, but putting you through the ringer, it's like, well, what has Faith been through? Yeah. Um, and not just in the last couple of weeks, but um, for three years. What has she been through? Not the ringer? Like you said about, you know, when she had the baby, did she have people like, oh, my God, we're so happy. We had people saying, is it Jack, this baby? You whore. You know, it's like she's been put through the ringer for three years. She's also coming through with it with grace and strength. Well, and, and, you know, not even talking about not faith. Not taking away from Kristen. Not, like, not even yeah, talking about faith for a second. Like, Kristen has put a lot of people through the ringer. She's put James's mom through the ringer, who has just fought, like, a major illness, a, a, a health, had a major health scare, um, and is coming out the other Ariana, side. Ariana. Um, Ariana, who 
admittedly deals with anxiety and depression and like how she put her through the ringer for two to three years. Yeah, I mean, Tom Sandoval, uh, James, I mean, James and Raquel have been under attack for years now. Um, and she mm-hmm. has not let up, like not not in her tweets, not in her actions, not in her body language, like nothing. So, um, you know, I, I think that she's yeah. asking for a lot of kindness and support right now when you know i think that one of the things that is kind of being called out besides like the obvious of like she's not listening like she you know like she she's never like given that to her enemies per se you know what i mean like the people that she is having the most difficulties with she's never given them kindness ever she does not back off yeah, and I think we're all open to hearing that and listening to that, but maybe it's too soon. Someone, you know, in our group posted, um, A, it's been like two fucking weeks. Look, just hush for now. If you're not going to come out with like the open discussion as we've suggested, her and Saucy and, and that sort of thing, or show the visible, uh, visible actions, then maybe just be quiet for now. Listen, learn quietly. You don't have to draw attention to yourself um, or ask for empathy or sympathy. And like, yeah, I, I, I get that. I get her points and no, I hope I, I all, do too. it all works out great. But yeah, I do too. But like, it's like once again, like she is absolutely taking away from the whole movement. She's making it about herself and, you know, poor me look at what happened to me I got canceled this is so lame you know it's like and I I I truly think that if Kristen did speak if she did speak out you know on a podcast or something like that that we would be able to hear her heart more which I think that like she's very good with her words like I think that she would be able to you know convince a lot of people that you know of a certain thing or whatever but I just I, I don't understand. Yeah, a tweet's not the place. Yeah. A tweet's not the place. Because you, you can't tell the tone, and it's just coming off, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And I understand they're not going to get a Diane Sawyer interview, but they can, like, well, not Stassi, but Kristen could go on, you know, Rachel's and have a as much as a platform as she wanted, and well, that and could go viral. To, Stassi is free to, to have one, too. Like, it is, like, she yes. is absolutely permitted to have a podcast. Like, that is... She started the podcast on her own. Yes. I'm sure she owns the rights to it. She just doesn't have the platform for promotions. She can do it, too. Uh, she could do one with Bo, and they could have an open discussion or something like that. Um, or she could throw and, a bone to Katie and, and do it maybe. on Katie's, you know? Well, that's, you know, TBD. Katie still doesn't come out with one. So I don't know why you announce something like a month in advance. And it's like, hey, just say, look, I don't know. And and then everyone's like refreshing. And now everyone's forgotten because you made this announcement. Everyone's refreshing. And now people just forget to refresh. It's like, oh, it's is it even happening? No, I it's mean, still the, I don't know the trailer. If I, I don't know if I blame her, though. I, it's maybe smart just to lay low right now. It's not worth it, yeah. you know? yeah. Well, does she, she announced it before all this happened, right before, right? Yeah, or yeah. Right at, or uh, like at least maybe do an update and say, you know, we're putting this on pause, you know, until whatever yeah. the pandemic's over or something. I don't well, know. I'm sure she was banking on a Stassi being our first guest. Um, yeah, maybe that, yeah. that happened and she had to scrap it or something. Who knows? Because, um, you know, the whole thing was like, you're going to love me, blah, blah, blah. And like Stassi's been trying to 
uh, propel this on Katie. She's had her on so much recently before her podcast was taken down. She's had Katie and she's like, if you guys knew the Katie I knew, they're going to love you or they would love you. And I think that was the whole like premise because, you know, Katie always like, oh, she gets a bad edit or people love to hate Katie. And I think that's probably where the whole brain idea came from. But now that like she can't really have Stassi on to propel her up. It's kind of like, yeah, you're right. Maybe we should wait. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Because I'm sure that would have been the first blockbuster podcast yeah. for her. Yes. And since that wasn't happening, it's like, ooh, meal, regroup, reset. Um, something that we haven't talked about that I was wondering, I, I meant to text you about it too, but um, have you heard, like, how's Taylor Strucker taking this? Um, you know, seeing that she... Well... I, because, you know, we're out of podcasts on, on, like, our topic. I refresh all the, because I don't listen, I can't listen to her. It, she just drives me insane. Um, but I'm like, well, because I know Jackie's not going to cover it anymore. I'm like, well, I keep refreshing Taylor. She, like, went three weeks without something. I think she's crying in a corner in, in the shower or something. I don't know. I mean, her whole resurfacing meal ticket is now gone her whole love of her life i know she says her her partner taylor is her love for life but really stassi is every time she was on stassi's or stassi was on hers taylor would get so jealous when stassi would talk about her other friends or best friends she's like no but i'm the number one friend right i'm the number one i'm the little jacksish right there i'm the number one friend right but oh, oh, oh it's okay it's okay it's a you can have okay your hometown friend okay okay katie's fine okay okay but she gets so spastic and like she i i feel like it was getting a little single white female for me with taylor's adoration and obsessiveness over Stassi. Just the way she kissed her ass so hard. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, we listened to Taylor for years. She was uh, like our best friend. She's so funny and blah, blah, blah. Like for me, it's she's too much. But hey, we all have our own. Like some people like Howard Stern, some people don't. Well, whatever. But I did notice a difference because I never knew who she was. And I listened to older things. So I was like, okay, for me, it's like... um an audible thing like it doesn't work for my ears but she definitely definitely changed and I, I think maybe since she got fired from Sirius and Sirius she was just more open raw everything goes and then she got fired and all of a sudden she was like living in Stassi's cave of an asshole and like she never crawled out and it was it was just it got really creepy for me like we used to joke oh Rachel is, you know, her minion and whatever. Like, I don't think, you know, I wouldn't say so far she crawled up her asshole, but like, oh, we thought, uh, you know, Stassi likes to have her minions. And guess what? I knew girls in high school, they had one best friend. And then if that friend called in sick to school, the friend freaked out. So then she'd get another backup best friend. So they'd have one and then one on deck. And that felt like that's what happened um, with the Stassi, Rachel kind of like maybe Rachel started dating someone the Stassi needed or, you know, or she didn't need her anymore because she met Bo. But the Taylor thing, I, I feel like Taylor Strucker took a 360, like just, or, I don't know, 360, yeah, I don't know, fucking know, whatever. But like, I think she had her own platform and her own voice. And then when all this shit happened, she just became like, 
uncomfortably so Stasi's minion and ass kisser. It was it's yeah, awkward. I, I, I think I truly think Taylor will uh, come back from this and come back as her own person because it's just so obvious that she is and it's it's like so unnatural how how much of a sidekick she was to Stasi like yeah like she she had her own thing and then she, it's like she dumbed herself down for this it was very bizarre but um, she did and then imagine what would have happened because this is a pattern of Stasi's where you know she would have been the she was the next Rachel. And so when Stasi would have moved on, probably when she had a kid, she would have dumped Taylor, like not like texting and seeing her. Like, I think Taylor would have went into a whole spin out meltdown. Yeah. Jealous probably of Stasi's baby. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm reaching, but I'm just saying, I, I just, I did notice a change and it was disturbing and I, I enjoyed her even less, I, I will say. Yeah, um, so on her, I was just, like, going through her Instagram, and this was, what, like a week ago, so I don't know, I I don't listen to her podcast, so I don't know if she has updated anything further, but um, a lot of people were saying, you know, how are you holding your friends accountable, like Stassi Schroeder, don't you find her actions racist, I mean, um, you know, Taylor literally went out and was protesting, and yet still, you know, not saying anything about Stassi, which was just strange, and um, so she commented, this was two weeks ago. She was like, after a very long and emotional week for all of us, I respectfully ask time to process. So she, you know, is basically saying, like, I, I am not going to say yet, you know, what I feel or whatever. Um, and so people are, this other uh, person responded and they said um, about her working with Stasi, you know, but should you profit from it? Should you profit from Stasi? Should we pay for it with tickets, buys, podcast ads, views, social media numbers? I think your heart is in the right place, but your message is not clear. You can love your friend, but you, but do you stand by her side, side by side with her on this issue? That is what people are asking you. Are you aligned with her values? You are the extent that you're, you are to the extent that you trust her with your with your career uh will you continue your business relationship with a racist will someone who enjoys uh with someone who enjoys domestic violence many more examples can be found on accountability for stassi is that your brand um so people were you know definitely calling her out so i think she was going to do a podcast where she talked about it so it'd be interesting to see Mm, yeah for sure crazy <laughs> well, it keeps going. It does, and and we don't want to keep uh, talking about Stassi and Christian. That's not the point of this podcast. The point is everything Vanderpump Rules party. Um, this is just you know related news, and I'm not I'm not willing to stop talking about it though because I feel like yeah. this like I I don't it's not just like okay we're moving on they're fired like no like it's like I'd like to yeah. see how they end up handling this because so far it it hasn't been anything like well, I and a it lot of be. it is unprecedented and a lot of it is current times and the effect like I said I, I know so many people never even heard of the show watched the show don't even have the network but they've seen it on Good Morning America the Today Show TMZ and so people are asking like oh didn't you say you have something to do with that show or whatever you know like that level of disconnect that it's national news so you know we're, we're not still trying to make fetch happen we're just 
you know we we do need to talk about it because guess what we are still interested in we're it's interesting times and trailblazing times to see how things happen because so many people are like well why isn't jack's been fired and it's like i don't know if the difference is and then i i was writing something today and i thought well i'm catching myself in my own hypocrisy because i thought well maybe because they took action and he's just tweeting but then i thought oh wait well, he, you know, tweeting, I'm thinking freedom of speech, First Amendment. But I thought, well, Max and Brett, that was tweeting. But then I thought, well, maybe they were just, you know, not renewed. Their contract wasn't picked up. They weren't asked back because they got the feedback of the viewers. But really, none of that was clarified between Stassi, Kristen, Max and Brett. None of it was, oh, we fired them because of this. They just don't align with our, well, if you're going to go with that, they, it doesn't align with um, it doesn't align with us. Then why, uh, then why wouldn't you fire Jax? Because not only has he weighed in on this, but he's weighed in on so many more things and uh, uh, other atrocious things. So where do they draw the line? And yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like, and I also feel like we could stop talking about this if the rest of the cast, like, if we could, if there was, like, nothing to say about them, but we are still dealing with a whole group of po- problematic people. You know what I mean? Like, the line in the sand is not clear, and it's... Um, yeah, it's not clear. Yeah, and I, I, clear. and I see why, like, you know, a bunch of, you know, people are on Stassi and Kristen's page being like, I I'm sorry this is happening to you, you know, and it's like, oh my god, like... I, I, so the theories with Jax are like, are always because the network's freaking out that there's going to be no more drama or who's going to like make the show whatever it was. Or is it because they don't want like a slaughterhouse and they're like, oh, that might just kill the show. In my personal opinion, I thinking that they haven't made an, an announcement that the show's picked up. So once they make that announcement of, oh, it's not picked up, therefore everyone's gone or it's picked up but certain contracts aren't renewed so i think they if it is picked up i think if they do get rid of jack it'll just be like we've decided to go in a different direction and we're just not he's not fired we're just not renewing his contract and they're gonna like dumb it over and make it like all nice Mm. and not like a statement because right now because i think if they also add him into the mix they're going to have to go scrub every single show they have and every tweet that everybody has, maybe for lawsuit reasons. Jax could be like, hey, uh, Kenya said this, or Nini said this, or Lisa said that, or you know what I mean? Like anybody, they're going to have to scrub so much social media well, I mean, like, so that Jax doesn't sue them because you know Jax fucking will. Yeah, I mean, because like, uh, truly, if you wanted to get technical you could point the fingers at almost every single person. You could point the finger at Sandoval, Brittany, Jax. Um, you know what I... Lala. Every single person has done things where it's like, ooh, like, I, I, I don't know. Right, because if we go back, as people have reminded us, and we did legit forget, Sandoval also said something years ago on... Was it uh, Craig's? Yep. On Pumped? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about Faith. So... Well, I mean, he didn't take action, but he said it on the podcast. Yeah. So, um, I I do remember. I because talking I mean, to a couple people when we were having faith on two and a half tr- years ago, and I, I said, tr- "Oh, we're having faith on," and they were like, 
Oh, good luck with that. I guarantee you, you know, Stassi never picked up the phone herself to to take action against Faith. It was Kristen, but you know, like the, it was enough that she. Spoke but she bragged about, about it. it, and she it, said she did, and she bragged about it that she did. And just like the icicle thing, she lifts everything from Jackie. No, she takes credit for things. I guarantee you as well, it was Christian. Yeah. But she's the one that talked about it first and second and then brought it. And then they brought Christian on. So when Christian talked about it, it was on Stassi's podcast and on Jackie's podcast. And so it was kind of like Christian actually didn't come out ever publicly saying this until Stassi already brought it up. Right, right. Stassi wanted to take credit for being a crime solver. Yeah, it's, yep. That's her brand. Yeah, it's true. And so I, I she did not run her mouth and bragged, uh, they'd both probably be in the clear. It's true. It's so true. So again, true. Uh, Kristen owes, I mean, Stassi owes Kristen a whole lot of shit because, yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you know, Kristen doing what she did was the problem, but the the bigger problem was this was, you know, actually strike number four for Stassi. Mm-hmm. Kristen got lumped into it, not taking away from what Kristen did at all, but um, I think for the network, the compilation of everything Stassi had done is was finally catching up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that they, they both. Both did and said what they did. So there you go. Yes. Um, <laughs> did you did you see that uh, Carter has moved on and has a new uh, leading lady that looks just like Kristen? Yeah. So that's pretty. Yeah. And you, then I saw a Kristen post today or yesterday. It was her and Alex, but it was like a, a full close up mouth shot, and I thought. Okay, there's something when, you know, you post a picture, you're kissing your boyfriend on the cheek. Do we need to see the close-up of the, like, the mouth-to-mouth? Like, I don't know. I was, like, able to identify, like, every single color in his beard. You know, it was like, I, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, And then in, in other news, Kristen now has a fan club page, finally. Um, I was feeling kind of bad for her because, you know, like Stassi has all these pages. You stand up for Stassi, Stassi's fan club, all this stuff. And poor Kristen, you know, is sitting there taking the heat, losing her book deal and everything. And no one even cares to start a page for her. And she finally got one. So good for her. Oh, she did? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then Bo has been, you know, doting on Stassi, his... um, pregnant fiance and he has been making her alcoholic free um what what is her drink called um aperol spritzes oh i know with the fanta and the sparkling water yeah the sparkling brute (laughs) alcohol removed sparkling brute so that's cool. So there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so that's Are all we have think- for, for this podcast, you guys. We're going to wrap it up, um, and we will come back to you with um, like what Sarah said. We're going to be doing the the highs and the lows so, of... Um, okay, so you guys, so I have the highlights of Season 8, the lowlights or awful 
moments, as I call them, of season eight. I also have a different section of jumping the shark moments and then all the other notable moments. So I was trying to rank everything and then I found myself, it was just easier rather than importance. I was doing it chronologically, like my highlights, my lowlights. Um, but I, I came up with a lot. There's a lot of highlights, there's a lot of lowlights, and there's a lot of other things we want to talk about. So I just thought, you know, well, we already covered a bit. And rather than make this a four-hour-long podcast, maybe here's a snippet, and then let's just do the next one as soon as we can for highlights and lowlights because that will be a full podcast, I guarantee you, because I have three pages, and then I don't even know what Holly has. So... Yeah, boy. How about we do that? Okay. All right. Okay, so we'll see you guys in a little bit. Bye. Bye.